Hello folks and welcome to another episode of Anamorphic Podcast. In this episode, we got together with Hardik, with Madhuri and with Arjun to rant about some quality design topics. We spoke about technical difficulties, feasibility, limitations of bandwidth, cutting of scope, what happens when business starts to prioritize form over function and uh, over user experience and what happens and how you manage and why design is and not the last authority on what happens with design and user experience. Let's check this episode out. No, but, uh, hmm. Question, question time again. Uh, My bad. When, yeah. when was when was the last time technical debt uh, impacted you know our ability to deliver design? Uh today. <laughs> yeah, like, be damn time. Yeah. yeah. Give us, give us more, give us more tea, give us more example. So let's it's, go one by one. Maybe Arjun, you start. Uh, yeah, are we doing that whole alphabetical thing? Let's start with that. Yeah, that. Huh? Let's start with that. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something you have to empathize with now, right? Like, I, I remember we were like super arrogant about uh, like technical feasibility when people talk about feasibility and like ability to build and and then there's time also. So right now we are in a phase where we have to execute everything because we are like basically trying to save the business in a lot of ways, right? When we go into lockdown and things like that. So here now suddenly we have to be super empathetic to everything, every single team that's in the play, right? And yeah, technical debt is going to keep, it's going to keep arising and like we have to accommodate. But then the problem is it it works both ways, right? Yeah, and uh, one thing we don't uh, we don't realize earlier on is that we can create design debt like that, right? Because we are we are doing the visioning process. In visioning process, you can create design debt. You can basically chart out a roadmap for your company for like the next two years, and keep it in such way that engineers will engineering will just keep chasing that for like two years. But that's not how it works, right? Like in your markets don't function like that. People don't function like that. You yourself cannot predict product. So technical debt is something which you should be aligned on in terms of like everyone should know what technical feasibility is like in terms of like what is the capability and the strength of the organization to execute something. But beyond that, like it should not be dictating how you work, right? It's like, I I remember like earlier on, it was all about like uh, making the best use of what we have in hand. Right, and that was terrible, and it just pissed me off. So, but then now I now I understand now that we are being involved in the whole process. Earlier on, it was just a product manager coming to you and telling you that, uh, oh yeah, I spoke to these guys. Uh, it you, it can't be done. So you spent a week or like ten days or whatever time frame you spent visioning something without even knowing whether it's going to be built up. Mm. So. Now that's changed. Now companies involve everyone in like grassroots level. So you're basically speaking. All the builders are in the same room now, right? Mm. So now at least that alignment is there. Before you even know and like before you start running and sprinting, you basically know that this is the this is the path I need to take. So it's it's better now, I guess. But yeah, it's I think honestly it's a long way to go. I think no designer can ever be happy in terms of. Uh, Ability to build, like we want, we are very greedy that way in terms of what we want to build. 
what do you guys think sure hardik do you want to add to that yeah i think uh, it's definitely not a not a bug it's a feature i think uh, technical debt is basically like like uh, you, you know how you start thinking about what is an exception and what's the norm right and the sooner you realize what what actually is a norm the the more comfortable you actually grow to become uh, with it right so technical debt like for somebody who's starting out in an industry may feel like ki it's just your company that is uh, you know accruing all that debt and never be and is never able to pay it but then you progressively go on to work at different companies and even some large ones you realize that it's everywhere right and it's everywhere in various capacities some people manage it well some people completely um ignore it and let it accrue uh, undocumented some teams keep documenting it and paying it time from time to time just to keep it so i i, I don't think like letting it accrue is a bad idea as long as you maintain what is acceptable to you um as a team right like how much of it is acceptable to you beyond which you start having to pay it uh, in order to bring it back to the manageable level so teams that document it well manage it really well um they teams that don't document it basically i have been at companies and arjun has been at companies uh, we have both been together at those companies uh, everybody knows who we are talking about but we just don't document right and in that case it becomes uh, very challenging to even know what you are dealing against what you're dealing with right so so that's that's like the company part of it that um, that's that's the perspective i have and the other one is about designers right um i actually changed the way i work a little to make uh, peace with this whole tech that thing right like uh, we used to say that there is like a uh, there is a design you create for an immediate execution that the engineers can pick up today and then there are designs that you create as a as a vision uh, of of the place where you actually want to end up in let's say x amount of time times later what ends up happening is that vision part we spend a lot of time on because that's like we 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 just we have that control and we have that we have the necessary tools to actually build that vision which is why we think that that's the vision where that that we should be uh, striving to get to at, at some point not only is that diluted that is also misinformed and also uh, takes into account lots of assumptions the company would grow to be be that company the company or the product would grow to become that product so we invest a lot in this this vision that is mostly um unfounded in reason and uh, which is why we always compare what we can ship today with what we think we should have shipped as designers and the delta the larger the delta is the more unhappy we are i've the way i've changed that as for for myself is not to ever go into fully fleshing out the vision version at all because not only is it a waste of time it's also a waste of your fidelity energy that you could drive in today's capacity that you're actually putting in future's capacity which is imaginary which is not materialized yet which you don't even probably you are not even capable of guessing accurately how much capable you your company and your team would be in future so there's no point making high fidelity mocks for how our product would be let's say 2 years down the line you can you can you can uh, do like high level planning you can do like high level sort of laying out uh, of things that's about it that's where you leave it like the even the even the prds from really smart product designer product managers don't talk about product with that amount of certainty as we do about 
uh, about our designs for for way far out in the into the future right so what gives us that liberty of having that certain of our designs that far into the future when the um, product managers or even the ceo doesn't have that clarity right so it it's very deliberate and the more we do that practice the more it detaches us from like the reality um and the more it makes us angry about the tech debt like 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 kyun hum pay nahi kar karke hamara vision tak kyun nahi ja raha like but no that's probably not the vision right so more it's it's about more we are being more of a realist and just doing less of the uh blue sky painting blue sky thinking is great blue sky painting probably is uh slightly less rewarding um it never ends up getting there right like you remember dude uh, arjun like we paint all those pictures and three years down the line you still see the product not get to where you originally imagined because probably that was not even the correct path right um like we think that that's what the product should have ended up like but it probably wasn't so yeah i think we need yeah that there's a mind, mindset shift or a little bit of maturity that comes up with like a ton of experience and just you know being faced with the same situation in even in the best of companies in the industry they all just go through the same so it's it's like the the, the more ready you are to accept that that's the norm not an exception right like tech debt is literally part of the process right um in in a in a venture capitalist backed um um companies like you have to pay the tax like otherwise you have like 50 year runway karo sab kuch like you write the best code possible you build the best designs possible you will turn profit when you when you when you have your grand kids right nobody wants that so speed speed is basically uh the metric everybody is chasing and that that is the the cost that they have to pay right yeah makes a lot of sense and uh, you know especially from the point of view of uh, it seems like it's a permanent feature and most companies seem to be you know uh, at least engineers are realistic about it and they are okay with managing it versus us you know dreaming and building those nth level vision and i completely relate to that because we still do that to a, a, a great extent and uh, you know how this this discussion makes me rethink some of that as well uh like how fruitful that is i think i'm going to have the discussion with my team as well after this for sure uh madhuri what what, what do you have to say about that so i, I had 6 uh, years of my life to think about this because uh, when you have worked with certain companies you know how uh, how they behave and perform and as hardik truly pointed right in our initial years we are not very empathetic to this whole process of value creation where we are like okay i started here the project the product is delivered here and you be like i am still here you know you you keep thinking about hey i thought about this i dreamt this i did this and that and that product would still be where you initially left it off with and sometimes the products that you design don't even exist because there are business priorities that have changed and all of these things uh the biggest thing that helped me in understanding technical depth was understanding the business model canvas when you understand how a business functions by putting it in those block of a4 sheet you will actually understand where and how that company prioritizes certain things so if you are able to nail your business by using a business model canvas as a designer you can empathize more and as there is truly it is a feature and you have to be okay with that that consistent step of putting towards that you know hey today we will just ship this one button i know a button is a big thing but it 
it ships out and then one week later we will ship a form like that we have to keep building it and moving forward and i'm in a position where the product i am building right now the technical debt is on me because i have to do the management of how is this uh, whole thing going to ship out and i have to be okay with deprioritizing certain items and understanding the bmc kind of helps you move in that direction in a little more easier way and uh, to be honest i uh, i feel documentation is a key for everything because many a times you you lose sight because you're shipping currently or you're moving forward very quickly context keeps keep changing you're wondering who to talk to who to communicate to you have to document if we do not document we will not be able to tell people this is what we thought about things and even if you just have like a retrospective every week that itself leads to a lot of good discussions and decisions that your product might take in the future and that is something i think a retrospective should be very well planned especially technical depth retrospective so that we know that okay we are not going in the direction that we are intended and we can push back towards the direction we need so that uh, it's a form process it's an emotional process as well because you are like ye ne kiya bone kiya you keep pointing fingers you do all of that but end of the day the idea needs to be reminded and like okay just come on this path i understand this has all happened just skip this just come on the path that is my understanding of technical depth and as designers we need to understand business because end of the day who are we serving a business that wants to make sure that a product is shipped out it's a value creation process so we need to ensure that we understand business process as well they are willing to learn design why can't we learn business right that's a winded answer but yeah that's right. like right. that business empathy is something that that was what kind of started the it started the understanding i guess like once you have that sense of business and empathy then you start becoming okay with a lot of things which mm-hmm. earlier would have, you would have been so stuck up about right like you would have guarded with your life right yeah that's you very true start self self censoring right self curating a lot right you you create that filter yourself about what is important what is not even from your own design right so in that in that maturity comes with like you having spent time in the organization so you start reading like people's minds almost right like about how they will react to your work and how what kind of a feedback you can already expect so you can do your first level of curation already yourself right like certain ideas are bad ideas certain ideas are not business positive positive ideas so you just chuck them don't even show them so that's Basically, like you learning about the company and the business more and more, just changing the way you work. Because, yeah, I mean that's just a natural evolution of you in the organization as you spend more time. Yeah, right. and you understand your customer segments a little more. Why? Why are they paying? What are they paying? Except, of course, we understand that we are representative of our customers, right? But you also understand that they are putting their money on it. so you kind of understand the depths of why are they doing you might get the you know hey this person you know there's a market understanding there's an emotional understanding there's a context understanding <laughs> and then there is you know monetary understanding of these so you kind of see the holistic perspective and you're like okay i am now ready to approach the design in a much more informed manner than just like a design manner and that yeah. is something we need to learn and business basics for designers is a, is a very relevant topic. 
it's not for a product manager it's not for a business you know business owner it's for everybody you should mm-hmm. not have the discrimination in these aspects mm-hmm. so I, i i remember one of the examples of what uh, technical debt looked like you know in in real life and um i remember when i uh, just was starting out as a designer i would look at other people's apps other people's website and see a find a corner where the design was not perfect or really outdated uh, uh, from the last style and i was like aha like you know they don't have the eye for perfection they have missed out one corner on their app which was not polished and after being behind building uh, several of these products you realize damn like you know <laughs> you realize it's not that easy as just updating that screen because maybe this doesn't make enough money maybe not not enough people use it maybe it's on a code base which no one understands anymore maybe it's a code base that will have to you cannot touch it because a lot will come crashing down uh, right so you start to realize that uh, you know a lot of uh, realities exist from technical point of view and technical plus business point of view both you know because it's it's uh, building systems and there's no perfect system right all systems are leaky so all we can do is manage that leakiness and uh, keep it in the known zone so our uh, black swan uh, from technical debt reduces as long, long as technical debt is not producing a lot of black swans it's very unlikely business will prioritize that so there always will be like if you you know it was funny like airbnb i used to like enjoy their design teams work uh, only to see a bunch of calendars and you know in their app etc which are like really uh, you know old 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 designs which they haven't touched in years and you like they have 200 designers and tons of engineers what are they doing can't they just update a calendar no they can't because it's it's not that simple there are more pressing things there uh, maybe the calendar code base for this app was you know is really outdated and no one has got time to sit down and rewrite it so those realities start to come into picture and you become a more forgiving um, of yourself and other people as well and i think part of the reason people feel uh, designers take that personally as well because uh, an outdated product or a dysfunctioning product reflects on you we spoke to this last uh, a little in the last round table as well right where it reflects on designers so we take it personally a lot more personally but uh, you know this designer is not looking perfect or it's not up to the mark this one uh, part does not match style guide or you know design uh, system so we take it way more personally but yeah uh, that's maybe not practical approach <clears throat> i mean as as, lo- as long as uh, like one one thing uh, uh, a really good pm that i worked with told me was um, if you are the designer working with a team of engineers which of course you would be you have to set up your own calibration checklist basically right like not everything that you consider important or mission critical uh, probably is mission critical important You have to design like if 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 there are ten things you are you are basically discussing with your engineers. What are the seven things that you are really intending to push on, and what are the three things that you can let go of and you can live without? Like if all ten of those are your P zeros and the things that you want fixed, it's not going to happen. So you have to come. You 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 can't. You have to have that first level of prioritization done on your end, right? Um, nobody, no engineer wants a checklist handed to them. and and be asked to go fix it right so they they basically are pressed against time in the given time what what is a possible version like probably many of the times like get, just getting the feature out is way more useful than having the feature be like fully furnished and like uh, perfect down to the last pixel like nobody uh, not a reasonable amount of people care um 
that to justify the end cost it would uh, incur for all the other users to not get it it's like for the three users who would probably care you are depriving the other 3000 users to not have that feature who would already start using it tomorrow right so that's the you, you need to have that understanding of basically what is that number breakup uh, like for your product right if if 3000 people are going to care sure push for it right so those are the seven things that you would push for but the three things that only three people would care out of the user base it's definitely not worth it not even probably right so yeah that's that that that's the understanding of the market that uh, madhuri spoke of right like you if you know your users for example people who want to order food or people who want to order a cab getting a cab is way more important than what your button looks like right like so how what what end of the consumption are you on are you in, in the end of luxury are you at the end of utility if you are a utility app like you have to have a different designer mindset about technical debt about like um, you know go to market about features versus if you are in the luxury end like your app is seen in a very different context so like you probably are optimizing for many very different things versus like a utility app so that's that's why i like this if somebody doesn't have this understanding it becomes very challenging for that kind of a designer to succeed in like a like a, a variety of um, backgrounds right like if they go from one company to the other they can't with the same mentality then they can't adapt right like to what the needs of the business are that, you know that brings us to uh, our very interesting and related next topic which is um designers don't get to make the final call on you know a lot of times and most of the time in fact on what gets shipped out what version gets picked up what features how features get prioritized and just to speak a little to the reality of that as to why that is is that a good idea when should designers have a veto or not have a veto just to know your thoughts like on the topic of like when designers are not the final decision maker actually i think uh, this is if you add to what hardik just said right this is true in even when you build like it's not like it's not a contest right like that design should have the final say in this product should have the final say in this it's not like it's basically you chasing whatever your company's goal is like whether you're utilitarian or whether you're transactional whether you're you know premium focused so at in every in every level design is giving a sign off this is what that goal is right and that goal is something which is a common goal right? it's a it's an engineering goal it's a product goal it's a business goal it's a it's a tech goal it's, it's basically a goal which everyone owns together so like but yeah having said that like uh, we are like super uh, picky about like so we uh, at uh, when we do pixel perfection with like our engineer i i myself have delayed giving a sign off on pixel perfection by like a week because i was just not happy with what was with what was being shown i know i know that my engineers hated me for that but these are some things which I, I, like there are some things where designers would draw a line saying this is something i will not let go there, there are some things which i think it's still valid for us designers to be very attached to right that finesse because some things we know that you know our users going to uh, really love right or something we know that it's very important for setting some product up for success right and like this empathy is something i'm glad user uh, designers can bring to the table because i have noticed that when you when we are sitting in the process of shipping we get caught in the whole mindset of chasing the date right the date is everything when you are 
when you're in like a recurring like let's say product company where every month we have to meet that date of an app release right you tend to lose out on these things very often so this is something which was like it's very important to me that like designers own some metrics like in terms of i wouldn't say metrics but some principles in terms of what you will put a line on and what you will be okay with right so that's something which i've i realized but then uh, like we don't own we don't own like the product being shipped and we need to work around that interesting perspective what do you say to that hardik what is your point of view on that yeah i think uh, yeah what what arjun said makes a lot of sense um one thing i would say is that <laughs> no matter how how much uh, how much we normalize having technical debt and all there is also like a clear case of companies that are just bad right that are just not like like you you just can't have a positive mindset there because it just is set up for for shipping bad products right and we, i don't want to like us i don't want us to not acknowledge that as well like that end of the spectrum that there are some companies who just consistently put out bad practices and bad products because they just consider the other end of having a having tech debt right like a thick end like but the, the, they just keep lowering the bar and at some point that there, there is no bar right there is no shared understanding of what good quality means for the company and at that point everybody just gives up and then it spirals down it's it's the snowballing effect that just keeps getting worse and worse because every next person gives less care and love to whatever the previous person did because that's just the the culture and then like there is no saving from that like you just have to throw everything in the garbage bin and just start fresh which never happens right like there are no there was a great article on like there are no code rewrites right like there are never any code rewrites in a in a big company it never happens it's just not possible and otherwise you can unless you can like pause the company for like 6 months and say we are rebuilding the entire app we are fine with like zero cash flow for the 6 months which never which would never happen so basically that's done for right that product so i just wanted to say like that we do acknowledge that those companies exist and are on the wrong end of the spectrum but yeah most companies right like most companies that build product really well swiggy for example right like consistently i still remember 2016 2015 when we were in Insta Mojo i have been a customer ever since then and uh, i remember you me apoor would be on these like in, like insanely irritating calls about asking like giving them directions to how to find the office right Insta Mojo office which wasn't so hard right like we had like 50 landmarks nearby and then like a year later we just stopped calling because they figured everything out right like it just we just progressively the ops of it the, op- the operations the the way location was handled it all got meaningfully better so i i clearly saw like the progression of like, even before the design got better right like the ui of the app got better it didn't really matter to me because it was functional i could order food that's all i needed right like everything add, uh, additional was the final 20% which i could have lived without if it meant that i had to not call the person which they fixed first right so like the company is knowing what to fix first in order to keep the customers like pick ups first fix a delivery process first just like amazon right like probably not the most beautiful site nowhere even close to being the most beautiful checkout websites in the world doesn't matter right like the delivery like i would always 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 fall back to them because i just trust them right like i know i can pick up online chat and like have my refund anytime i want even if i'm in the wrong so that's like 
focus on the right things and if the company has those sorted then you exactly know what the where the company puts their money right like where the company puts their priorities some companies just don't care about that and that is no amount of uh, product thinking can save you um if if you're already in uh, in that downward spiral right so um and yeah i i i see designers stuck in those companies asking for like advice and help and i just don't have anything to tell them i'm like just just go find somewhere better to work at right like i don't have anything else it's not your problem it it stops becoming your problem beyond a certain point right like if you are at a certain level it's out of your it's it's beyond your paycheck to solve company's problems so at that time you just have to show yourself out and like find something better to do with your time right so that's my advice at that time it's like there is no nothing positive about what you are going through <laughs> i think you need to make meaningful steps uh, if your if your situation permits just leave the company and find something better basically but yeah i mean if you are in a position like now now we are all at stages where we can meaningfully impact the way the company looks at things and like approaches certain problems i think then like leaving without making an effort is no longer an option for us so if there is tech debt if there is like uh, suboptimal practices in the company we all are partly accountable partly responsible also right like now because we're all at positions where we can make good things happen just as much as we can make bad things happen if we don't pay attention so like so the, so the out like the 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 approach changes based on what point of career you are at but uh, um at the same same time you have to be mindful of like uh, just generally plain bad companies <laughs> and just just leave them when you when you can and i mean acknowledge when you see one and then leave yeah yeah that that's that's very important balancing perspective madhuri uh, what can you add to that uh, as everything right including design doesn't have say i would say even sometimes uh, marketing also doesn't have say right the maturity of the company really defines where uh, and what priorities are there like not i'm not talking about the design maturity level 1 level 2 i'm not talking about those things also because big companies ultimately the people in the companies also need to have that maturity to drive and take decisions from the say for example uh, in a company like philips and i don't want to use these words but uh, they have bigger teams right the big design team reports to uh, say a healthcare division ecg division a lot of these decisions they have to prioritize what makes sense to them if they want design as a priority then they will choose design as a priority if they want marketing as a priority it drives that so you cannot say that designer is the only say but even then as a designer you have the responsibility to push your limit you can show how to optimize design in a better way you can show how to work with existing assets in a much better way there are a lot of design systems out there right but you know for a fact that you don't use them raw just like that you're going to take them you're going to modify them you're going to use them and if you are in a company that is not having such systems in place can you set that up within your power how much can you extend but beyond a point you cannot because there are a lot of cultural systems at play which will kind of you know come into place if for example a simple thing like hey uh, you know if uh, if this person wants to open up a certain marketing material right this is going out in certain x way can you as a designer improve that and prove that 
you uh, the design is a very critical asset and it is responding better do we have metrics to show that probably this has y likes and the previous one has xi to simple ab testing can we enable design in a better way so that is one our side is our responsibility till max limit the other side is accepting the fact that this exists and i have to make use of this it has to run both ways it's a two way street it cannot be like uh, i as a designer will have files say you figure out whatever you want that never works you have to enable both sides and to be honest in all the aspects that i have worked with we are a part of the team it's never you versus me it's all we versus you know how are we getting the work done that is how it is and this you versus me has to stop somewhere i understand it's human to be you versus me but somewhere we need to get in saying that we are all in the same boat it's not about you know product versus design design versus marketing it these discussions don't make sense after a point probably that's where the maturity comes in makes a lot of sense and uh, you know just to uh, consolidate what we you know uh, spoke about and i don't have much to add to that a they can uh, you know there is uh, all, we are on the same table we are on the same page we are building the same product and understanding the reality of business understanding the reality of decision making and business can help a lot and but there are certain companies which just produce bad quality products um is, but as people who are now have seat at the table we should attempt to uh, push for that sort of change uh, and accountability but if we are not able to then it makes complete sense to move on and find a better place to work um and uh, you know which which uh, brings me to an interesting sub question you know very related to that as designers we are often prioritizing you know a balance of form and function where we often talk about like you know the function is the form uh, uh, but uh, at times within business right uh, the form starts getting priority uh, or the aesthetic starts getting priority uh, even though it's not a priority clearly for design of the user but business or marketing or somebody in in the business wants to push for like hey this does not look sexy or this is not look great this does not look as as, as amazing as it could uh, does that happen and what do you do in those sort of, those sort of scenario why does that happen when business prioritizes form over function tricky <laughs> but that's a sad professional uh, hazard right? kab hua ye sad it never to me <laughs> oh man i serious i it happens fairly often like it's happened a lot for me actually it's i i not treated as an occupational hazard i've come to terms with the fact that everyone will have an opinion and to uh, for us it happens in a way where you know uh, they are like oh it's priority is priority like just give us something functional and, and you quickly like go and design something functional and they like oh no we didn't build it it didn't look that nice i'm like what <laughs> like you know it happens in that sort of like you were dying for it was asking for it <laughs> and now you know they come and ask you what's missing here like uh, this doesn't have some spunk i'm like that's because you scoped out everything i wanted to add <laughs> and this yeah that this passive aggressiveism is this is the best we can do i'm sure like what is it missing yeah so there's oh my god this is the best we can do is the worst questions it is yeah. like it it answers everything it like i've heard things like um, this doesn't have oomph this doesn't have the x factor oomph, yeah that oomph word is x factor oomph 
it is so MBA. Don't you guys? Uh, can we like bucket these people, these um people as the MBA grads in the room, right? No, I've seen non-MB people. I think go. I think Aray, those are the those are the, the non-MBA who... guys who reach Chetan Bhagat and then come to. <laughs> you know, hoodies is hoodies. Hoodies, Paris, Milan, and um, Barcelona fashion shows are for. Those are for the own people who actually want to want some oomph and spunk and spark, right? Like that. Tomara, imagine like a mobile phone walking on a ramp, showing your app. On screen, right? Like that's basically what I see it as. Like, can I show this in like a flashy board meeting? Like, Barat, Barat, say it. कुछ 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 spark add करके दिखाओ तुम क्या कर रहे हो? तुम designer हो like अरे the best thing the best thing is like I know I know we are planning to do a separate episode on 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 this. I just want to like at the risk of spoiling that a little bit. कि Hey, you have that UX designer in your team, na? Let him uh, or her come up with some um, uh, really good mocks, and then you add some your some of your like final UX, sorry, final visual spark on it, na? You just do the do some like wizardry on it, na? So that's basically their understanding of how we actually work in our in our uh, wizard caves, right? Like basically, a Harry Potter kitra bada castle hai. Thode wad UX designers bethe hue hai, whoa. Like coming up with like, हाँ ये हो गया अभी ये बढ़िया है ये लो and then there are some designers there with some glitter कि ये ले पांच ग्राम ये डाला मैंने अभी छह ग्राम मैंने थोड़ा glitter डाला अर्जुन तू इधर आ अभी इस पे तेरा वो final जो है ना three and a half percent वाला spark वो डाल दे मतलब बढ़िया है एक किलो न्यूमोर्फिज्म show to the CEO yeah किलो न्यूमोर्फिज्म yeah सब जाएगा एक किलो न्यूमोर्फिज We have actually learned to laugh about it. At one point of time, this used to be like, like this used to, like put us off for days. You know, like it used to bog us down so much. Because Ardhik and I have been part of these processes where feedback was so vague at a time when we were chasing very very tight timelines, and it just started. It when the feedback is vague, that's when it really gets to you. Um, these words like um and like jalwa and all this. Crap is just work. <laughs> it just like really starts getting to you because they're so big. Give me something pointed. Give me a pointed feedback on it. Say no, it's it's not, not only big. It's it's also extremely subjective. Like your idea of a spark might just be a terrible idea or breaking all accessibility laws. This is why we see products like the the most famous uh, credit card payment app in the market right now. Like. Consistently breaking every single accessibility rule on every single screen, right? Because why should buttons look like buttons? Why should icons look like icons? Why should anything look tappable? Why should the copy look readable? Who needs to read copy, right? Like it's 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 hurting the aesthetics of the screen. Why should we put so much text? So like when when Oom starts driving your um, UI decisions. You you end up with something like that, right? Like you end up with something that's barely functional, and there is no surprise that people are annoyed with it, and like people just consistently bring that up in the community, right? Because it's either you're prioritizing the wrong things. Like it's I think it's completely understandable that you want to make it like very attractive, and that is something that you spend 
as a team the last 5% 4% effort on once everything else has been agreed upon like this is solving all the right problems fine i completely get the need for making it like shiny attractive fine that's fair right and there are there are levers you can tweak in your ui arsenal to make that happen right to make something look soft attractive like sort of inviting but it's not the starting point it's never it can never be the starting point like that can never just be the goal of making something really attractive and like it's just the wrong it's a moving target first of all in the beginning because nobody knows what it what the frame, what the frame of that thing is right what the shape of that thing is if the shape isn't clear you can't paint it with the right color right so if if you don't know the shape so you have to get that first 95% agreed as a team and take it there only then can you do the final 5% na kis pe paint lagaoge karna agar tumhare paas wo agreement hi nahi hai to राइट किसको तुम जाजब करोगे वो जाजब भी आता है पता है बहुत जाजब जाजब या या लेटली अलॉट इज मजा नहीं आया यार मजा नहीं आया दैट दैट अनदर वन लाइक इट्स इट्स नॉट देयर इट्स नॉट देयर दिस अ बिंगो पोस्ट दिस अ बिंगो पोस्ट इट्स अ बिंगो पोस्ट या ट्रू इट्स अ बिंगो पोस्ट आई विल क्रिएट वन आई विल क्रिएट वन हैव यू हैव यू डन दिस Like if somebody gives you a feedback that मजा नहीं आया, I literally give the same screenshot three three days later saying अब देखो, and they're like, oh yeah man, looks so much better, and I'm like I didn't change anything. Like it's literally this. <laughs> I think I'm gonna try that tomorrow. I'm gonna try this. I'm definitely tomorrow gonna try. Try. I've heard it's you not. Would, you would be surprised that you you would be surprised that eight out of ten times it actually just passes through. People just assume that you have done your done that glitter addition and like, they don't come to keep by change. What happened? So, no, I think it's it's very it's it's uh, it's psychological, right? Like this clearly tells us yeah. that it's psychological. They just want to make sure that you have given some effort on that five percent, whether you have actually or not doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. They just want to make sure, like, you have taken three days to do some glitter addition. Sometimes they, they they just need their assurance. They don't need the final outcome of the data. Is there exactly. a this this is a meeting was designed for it. <laughs> no, we already established in the chat, right? You, you know, every time you say something, you say, "Yeah, why do you want to do this?" So, it means that we can go on forever on this. <laughs> that that is so true because we, we have time though. Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, uh, but I think the positive, the 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 little bit of positive in this is that. I just, I just don't like get flustered by these observations anymore. It doesn't doesn't bother me at all. Like I'm like, हाँ ठीक बोलेगा तेरे को स्पार्क चाहिए ये चाहिए वो चाहिए दो दिन बाद हम फिर से डिस्कस करेंगे. You'll be fine with it. Yeah. Like it's I just don't make an effort to like appease to that uh, those kinds of remarks anymore. And good PMs and good CEOs understand that now. Be like ठीक है यार मतलब like. If you're already giving them like the best possible outcome in a given context, उतना ही चाहिए होता है उसके उससे ज़्यादा like I have had dude I have had people share with me 
links from like some random dribble mocks that they were looking they looking at who dribble pe ek search marte hai pata hai creative ideas for buttons and then they come up with like yaar hamara button aisa kyun nahi hai and i'm like yaar kya batau tere ko main hamara button aisa kyun nahi hai i'm like let me start the story ask the question nahi 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 fir i ask a question ki acha ye acha ye kaun si app mein hai ye button where did you find this they are like oh i saw it on dribble i'm like acha to where do i download that app jo dribble pe hai wo like nahi wo app mein to nahi hai तो हम लाइक तो कैसे बताऊं मैं कि कैसे वर्क करता है हाउ डू आई लाइक हाउ डू आई टेस्ट इट राइट लाइक हाउ डू आई मेक श्योर कि मैं उसको मैं तो ऐसे फुल पैसिव एग्रेसिव सामने लाइक हे आई वांट टू कॉपी द बटन विद अटमोस्ट ऑथेंटिसिटी कैन आई डाउनलोड द ऐप वेयर इट्स यूज सो दैट आई कैन यूज इट एंड एग्जैक्टली कॉपी इट देयर लाइक नहीं ऐप में तो नहीं है तो तो मैं कैसे कॉपी करूंगा मैं नहीं करता छोड़ो बस इट्स बेसिकली दैट इट लाइक एंड देन दे रियलाइज कि अच्छा हां ये तो बन नहीं सकता शायद हां तुम सही कह रहे हो एंड देन थर्ड इज अ ड्रिबल लिंक दे जस्ट स्टॉप giving any more dribble links to you i found it insulting yaar pehli baar jab kisi ne bheja ke e hamara scroll pe aisa animation kyun nahi ho sakta i'm like ye tu teen din dekhega na animation chauthe din tere ko chakkar aayenge the epilepsy ke daure mein pad jayega ye dekh dekh ke right and people don't realize that uh, yeah madhuri you say sorry i was just remembering a horrible story so we, we were trying to design a brochure for one of the clients uh, because it was part of the process of the final deliverable she wanted to give a specific color she actually showed her bathroom tiles wow that sells like that is a good sell <laughs> damn she took the laptop to agar her ye, bathroom during the call agar ye agar ye bathroom ke tile pe acha lag sakta hai to hamari app mein kyun nahi एग्जैक्टली I can't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> We should share it in the design group. I don't think Arjun has seen it yet. Arjun, you have not seen that. You will use it everywhere on Slack once you once you see it everywhere. Yes, such a such a innocuous but powerful being. Thank you so much for listening in, and thank you so much for watching. Uh, uh, th- this was it for this episode, and next episode we're going to continue the rest of our rants and next uh, rest of the serendipity. Mm-hmm.